Back for another episode of the Duck Gun Podcast. What's going on, folks? Thanks for joining me on another episode of the Duck Gun Podcast. I am Jordan from Duck Gun Chronicles, and I got Josh from Outdoor Limits with me again today. We How are, are you doing today, Josh? <laughs> we are on the NODAC trip series, and we are out on the road for a scout, so we figured it was a perfect time to jump on the podcast and keep you guys up to date, filled in, and... Um, informed on all things North Dakota duck hunting. So, how you doing today, Josh? Dude, I'm kind of tired. I'm dragging. I've got an energy drink from the gas station, and I'm drinking it at 3.30 in the afternoon. I'd love to see what people are, like, like, not see, I guess. I'd love to know what people think when they see us with these headsets on driving. <laughs> Like, it's got to be, like, <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Yep. It's definitely um, probably not your everyday thing to see in North Dakota. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like uh, I'm like a helicopter pilot, like Titus. That's, that's what Titus looks like all the time. Oh, yeah. That would make sense. He's always flying around with his headset on. Okay. It's not as weird to me now that I think about that. <laughs> yep. But anyways, um, we got a lot of stuff to tell you guys about. Um, we'll pick up. Well, first off, guys, um, we're doing this series uh, half on my channel, half on Josh's for the YouTube videos, and then the podcast as well. Um, we're doing those half on his podcast, half on mine. So uh, if you want to hear what happened in between the day one scout, which you guys heard in the last podcast, and then um, the day two hunt, which we're going to talk about now. Um, then you gotta go over to the Outdoor Limits podcast to hear hear that one as well. So um, make sure you do that. But before we get into the nitty gritty, talking about um, our day two hunt and our scout here tonight, um, let's get a quick word from our partners. So first off, I'd like to give a big thanks to Onyx guys. Onyx is actually the partner. He's a partner for mo- both me and Josh, and it's uh, they partnered with us on this trip again, and um, super super grateful for them for that. But their app is um, an awesome application for waterfowl hunters. We're using it right now. We're like, using it right now. Literally, we can see in North Dakota freelancing. You can see um, the areas that are marked off uh, as far as um, digital. What do you call it? Digitally posted. Digitally posted. They got physically posted, but they got digitally posted. We can see the waterfowl uh, production areas. We can see homeowner, landowner information, and go to their home, knock on the door, which we were two for two on that, on the trip. So um, Mm -hmm. Onyx is awesome for all that. I'd also like to give big thanks to Motion Ducks. Motion Ducks is a great spreader for um, those no-win days. It is a jerk rig on steroids. If you haven't seen it, you need to see it in in video because words don't do it justice. It gives it lifelike motion, takes care of the glass like water, and puts ripples all through your set. Um, use code DuckGun2020 for 10% off over there at MotionDucks.com. I'd also like to give a big thanks to Final Approach. As Final Approach, Final Approach has all the products you need as a waterfowl hunter, pretty much everything you need. Um, from gloves to camo to decoys, um, you name it, blinds, blind grass. Uh, they are really the one-stop shop for waterfowl hunters. Um, so check out everything over there at Banded Brands. <laughs> Banded? What Dang are you? <laughs> Dude, you are, <clears throat> you're struggling today. F.A. Brands. 
No, F-A. there's no S. <laughs> we went over this today. Dang he, it. He he doesn't put the S in my podcast, Outdoor Limits. Well, I'm doing that one to screw with you. But then he's putting an S on FABrand.com. FABrands.com. See, I normally so you did say it again. FABrand. But usually I say Rogers Sporting Goods. Oh, yeah. Go buy your FA stuff at Rogers. They've always got a better deal on it. Really? Usually. Oh, okay. Rogers likes to like sell stuff pretty cheap. Nice. Yeah, so either one. They got them both those places. Also, I like to give big thanks to Weatherby. Josh and I are both shooting Weatherby, 18 eyes. I got the 20 gauge waterfowl. Um, deluxe, 18i, deluxe. And you have the 18i, 12 gauge, I have the 20. Um, but they make a great waterfowl shotgun. Um, and, you know, they just come a long way in their shotguns. You know, they're known for their rifles. But here in the last few years, they've definitely done some great work with their waterfowl guns. And I'm absolutely loving mine uh, for this waterfowl season. Just crushing it with it. Shoulders great. I've been having great accuracy. I saw you play it with my 12 gauge. I was because I'm going to be shooting a 18i uh, 12 gauge as well, and I really wanted to shoulder that and fill out fills. You know, 20 gauge is so light compared to any 12 gauge, but um, yeah, I'm excited for for that one as well. Alrighty, um, guys. Also, make sure if you're not doing your hunt stats yet, it's never too late to start. Um, you can track your um, hunts. Your, your hunts on there harvest your harvest weather weather you name it all the things that a hunter would want to track on one app it's called uh hunt stats if you search on apple or android in those stores you can get it on your phone you can go to freelancehuntstats.com on a pc and uh, do it on your computer as well they'll all talk to each other so if you do it on your phone or look on your computer later um, they all do that not, not only that but the cool thing is the leaderboards being able to compete with your buddies it's just a friendly competition um, or even just seeing kind of where everybody falls on those leaderboards so check them out alrighty let's go ahead and jump on to the nitty gritty of the podcast alright I'm, I'm, I'm on the wrong road you're on the wrong road yeah well, it's a windy road. Yeah. But well, not a pothole in sight. No. We need to turn up here. Yep. Yep. So, I'll, I'll fill you guys in with kind of where we left off. So, um, we had found a sweet honey hole. What we thought was a honey hole <laughs> um, for the hunt. We scouted all last night and uh, ended up on a spot we got permission on. Um, so, we headed out there this morning. I mean, hundreds of mallards on it the night before. Um, the temperature's just been dropping like crazy, and it got down to uh, 22 this morning. Real feel of like 16 degrees. Um, so, yeah, it, it just got cold fast. Um, but at any rate, we got set up. I mean, we had it really made for the hunt. The landowner gave us permission to drive right up to the pothole. And, I mean, we I thought it was going to be just lights out. But um, two be true to this hunt it was not it was nothing of the sort it was definitely it's, not it started off at least for me is like chaos to be real honest yeah yeah i think everything took a little bit longer than what we thought getting through that cattail mess took longer than we thought finding the right place to put the dog blind and the cattails and hiding us and hiding because there's beaver paths through everything oh the beavers tore that place up that that was the hard part like you'll you'll be in like 10 inches of water one step and the next step you're three feet yeah really you actually i mean not not even joking 
it would be like ankle deep and then you'd step in a beaver run and it'd almost be over your waders. I I took a spill today. <clears throat> but I didn't get any water inside my waders. Yeah. Well that's the kind of spill you want. You want a, a spill that's <laughs> I didn't even have my hands go in the water. Yep. That that's was good. That was solid save. Yep. Well, it looks like there's some trucks. Is this where you were going to scout? Or are these people deer? No, I need to go like four miles that way. Oh, okay. But, yeah, so first light, sun comes up. Actually, the sun, sun hadn't even come up yet. It was ten minutes before shooting light, and we have mallards dropping in our decoys, just um, all kinds of bird action. It looked like it was going to be amazing. And um, I look, these guys are upland hunting. I think they're deer hunting. Oh, you're right. They could be deer hunting. But uh, at any rate, um, the first flight seemed like it was really before shooting light. Um, And then we did have one drake come in, and I pulled up and, I mean, just crumpled it. Oh, yeah. Perfect, perfect shot on that. One shot, one kill. Um, Cora went out there and did a great job. She's actually come a long way, I feel like. From at least from what you're saying, telling me, she's figuring it out. You can tell she's kind of connecting some dots. Yep. And you know, today's setup was it was pretty good for like visibility for her. Yep. Yep. The only thing, yeah, it was just it was super cold, and then the cattails um, kind of blocked her vision a little bit on some of them. But um, but overall, I mean, I don't think that you can. Uh, you, you just got to be excited about <laughs> binoculars just on my legs about where she's at right now. Oh yeah, like seeing what I saw today, like it gives me some hope that we're like we're in good shape, like we're on the right track and whatnot. Definitely. But um, as the morning kind of wore on, it was pretty apparent. Actually, I for some reason I kept held, holding out hope. I just thought, you know, we saw so many birds. Um, they just decided to do something different or fly different or maybe they're sitting in a field and they're feeding. But there's just none of that. I mean, yesterday, uh, it was like... It was bananas. It was bananas. It was like wave after wave. Like, we hunted for almost two hours. We were out of the spot for almost two hours. And there just wasn't a minute where there wasn't a bird wanting to get into this. I mean, it was a big pothole. Might as well be a pond. Um, and then today, it was like... It was just... It was a barren wasteland, and I feel like the only time I've ever seen this before was when we had the Kansas collab a couple mm-hmm. of years ago, where the day before we went out, and in the evening we shot our limit in like two hours, just birds flying everywhere, to, um, and literally like last light, I still have that video on my phone, there was hundreds, thousands of mallards in the sky, um, and that's how this was, and then like when we scouted, we scouted at four o'clock, hundreds of mallards I mean, maybe not hundreds, maybe a hundred or a couple hundred in this pothole still in the evening. So, um, but like, there's just no flight. There's barely any flight. Um, and then we had our nine o'clock birds and it was just, you know, it would be one here, a pair there. Not much. It's not like we had a bunch of birds flare on us or something like that. There's nothing to really blame the hunt on except for all of a sudden the birds were gone and, and not for any apparent reason that i mean we talked about it back and forth but you got a, a uh, did you end up being able to put a finger on what you think no the birds are gone no it was like it could have been 
they pushed out. It could be they were somewhere other than where we were. It could be that it was not a lot of movement because it was really sunny and light winds. Beats me. Yeah. I, I honestly don't know. Yeah. It, it's a, it feels like just a phenomenon. I don't even know. It's honestly... Um, I kind of I asked you for the video where your head was at, and you kind of asked me. And I'll be honest, I was I'm I'm bummed about the hunt. You know, uh, I'm happy that Cora got the retrieves, and you got good work with Cora. And I know like that's a big part of the trip for you. You know, being able to do that stuff. <clears throat> so that stuff was great. But like, uh, you know, especially like where I hunt in the in the part of the country where I hunt, I do a pretty good job about tampering expectations or. Or bringing them down, making sure I don't get too um, overconfident. Confident, but today I tell you what, man, I was I was so confident that we were going to come out of there with our mallard limit at minimum, <laughs> you know, or or a limit like one of the two, probably both. That's that was my prediction. If someone gave me a bet or whatever, like the odds, I'd have been like, it's it's a greater than fifty percent chance we shoot our limits. It's like. Um, I don't know. It just felt like with those birds in there and the flight we'd seen the day before um, that we're going to have just a bang out hunt. So didn't happen, man. It didn't happen. So I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bummed about that. But we ended up with, um, what did we shoot, five mallards? No. Four mallards? Four mallards, a spoonie, and a goose. So, yeah. It was, a, you know, yeah. In a normal time of the year, you wouldn't be super disappointed about that. You'd be like, yeah, you know what? There's days like this, and that's just part of hunting. But when you drive to North Dakota and see a gazillion birds and and go set up on a pond that has hundreds of birds on it the night before, I I don't feel bad about being bummed about this one. (laughs) What, you uh, you got thoughts on that? Nothing we can control. We did our best. We found our best option. You know, yeah, I think you still pick that 10 times out of 10 when you see all the spots we had. And we had, I mean, we probably had four or five options. This one just had the most mallards. I really wanted to shoot mallards. Josh, I don't think you cared as much. You just wanted to shoot birds. I just wanted to work my dog. Just work your dog. So what was your, you know, your final take on the hunt? Um, It got pretty western there for a while. Yeah, when we shot our birds, it was. Like, we forgot to, like, talk about that part of the hunt, like... It was first light, we got a couple, and then it was just, like, not good. And then, like, an hour and a half later, like, mid-morning, I just hear, like, this fighter jet coming over. I'm like, what? Is that an air? Like, it's, I seriously thought it was an airplane. But, no, it was, like, a bunch of ducks. <clears throat> Weren't they divers, too? I think so, yeah. But, yeah, I'll say the one part that stung. <laughs> About 10.30... And we were kind of going every other because it was like, it was like solos coming in. We had one pair come in and like I was up behind you. And so I couldn't partake in the shooting, but um, you shot one. So we, we let one slip out. But besides that, it was mostly just, just pairs. And then I think we had like a, a group of 10 come out one time when Cora was retrieving. So we just let those slip by and then, you know, then the end it. So you shot the last bird. So it was uh, my. Can we take. like take a second to talk about what what was going on with the dog and all the other craziness that was going down? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So we shot one duck, the spoonie, 
and of course that one came in great by the way of course it didn't just fold up and <laughs> lay there dead um it, it i sent the dog and the spoonie started swimming away and it kind of cora lost it honestly she she couldn't see where it was and then she got confused and you know young dog problems and so i keep trying to send her across the water like i know where that duck is yep i saw exactly where it went it's not gonna go very far it's like right there so i i keep trying to send her she gets just a little bit outside of the decoys to where like most of the birds were falling all morning and she's like i don't see it and she just kind of turns around and comes back and so i'm trying to get her back and i'm working my way back to where we're set up and i look over my shoulder and i just see this single goose flying right at me yep and i'm not i'm like well, i don't know i don't know if i want to shoot this dogs out and i was like you know what i want to shoot this bird we haven't shot much today plus i want to see what cora does with the goose so i scramble my way to my gun and this goose is flying right at me. I get to my gun, flip around, safety off, one shot, one kill, folded it, landed in the field behind us. Pillowcased. We're just stoned. And so I get the dog. We go out there, and it didn't go well. <laughs> I knew that, like, on land, she would not understand how to pick up a goose. In water, yep. it's just kind of like grab a piece and swim, right? Yeah, well, not only that, but it's just so heavy. Like, I mean, how many, you know, 15-pound objects has she had to pick up in her life? Probably... Not a lot. Probably none. So, first, you know, just a bunch of... It's like a bunch of first-time experiences. Yeah, <clears throat> but in the moment, like, I was getting frustrated because she wouldn't go get the spoonie. And then I was getting really frustrated because she wouldn't pick up the goose and carry it to me. And I I kept working with her. We got her to pick it up, and she walked a couple steps and it fell out of her mouth. And, like, it was just a lot of frustration was mounting up for me because it's like I know what my dog can do, and she can do this. Yep. And so I put myself in a timeout because I was getting so <laughs> frustrated. I, I even told you. Yeah. You said, what are you doing? I said, I'm putting myself in a timeout. <laughs> so I sat down on the log and had a little one-to-one with my dog because <laughs> she could tell I was getting frustrated. I was frustrated. Like, I was getting pretty angry. Yeah. And, you know, it's always important to have a level head with your dog. And so we uh, we had a little one-on-one, cuddled up a little bit, gave her some pets, <laughs> talked to her up. Make sure she knows you love her. Yeah. And then we got back in the blind, and then that's when that pair came in. Yeah. And I can't remember what I was doing, but I, I went up on the bank. I think I was, like, changing out GoPro batteries or something. And sure enough, that's when that pair comes. <laughs> yeah. So I smoke a, a mallard dead, send the dog. She picks it up, comes to me, and it's like we got our win. Yep, yep. All hope was not lost. I mean, that that just totally changed my mood for the day. Because, wow, I got to use the brakes a little more here. I I was telling you this about earlier, uh, how she's bad luck. (laughs) Every time I've hunted her, it's been a bad hunt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember you saying that in one of your YouTube videos, too. And then it's like, uh, we came out here for three hunts, and like the... 
the two uh, subpar ones. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's her, her hunt because we're trading out dogs on uh, on hunts too. So <laughs> unfortunate for sure. But you know, I was kind of telling you too, man. I'm just like, I remember this is bringing back memories with Chief because Chief's six, he's going on seven, and uh, you know, I just had to deal with a lot of things that that you're dealing with, like from him not knowing how to pick up a goose the first time. I'm sure most dog owners go through that. And then me being super frustrated at him because it's like, I know what you need to do and I'm trying to tell you what to do, but it's so foreign to you that they're like, no, that's he definitely can't mean like for me to put this thing in my mouth and bring it back. <laughs> well, it was just like up on hunting yesterday. Yeah. Chief, Chief was confused and you were getting frustrated. Oh yeah. Kind of the same situation. Yeah, pretty similar, for sure. But, like, the whole, like, wanting to walk off with the bird and not bring it straight to you. Yep, and I've ha- I had to deal with that same exact thing with Chief. And I don't know if that one's just more unique or if that's, or what, but I, I know that I had to deal with that with Chief, too. And, and it's just, like, it's just part of it. When you have a young dog, it's, you know, the old saying, it's, like, what makes a what makes a bird dog? It's, like, dirt on the feet. Dirt under the feet is what makes a dog. So, um, I mean, you're doing that. You're taking her out. You just got to get the reputation. The, the, the repetitions. Repetitions over and over. And, I mean, she's already, like I said, she's already connecting the dots. She's and, already going out there, you know. And she did a, she did a couple of them perfect, you know, today. Oh, yeah. The real big splash out in front, dead bird, sender. Brings it back, spits it out in your hand. Uh, we're not quite there yet, but she doesn't fight me like to give the bird. Yeah, like she yep. she's very much like okay, you have it. Yeah, which is great. Something I do want to touch on is I've been a little bit nervous about her steadiness because as a waterfowl hunter, you don't want your dog to run out there as soon as the shooting starts because it gets dangerous. But when you post videos on internet, um, you really don't want to have that happen. So I've been, I was a little nervous about her steadiness, so I kept her clipped into the stand. But I think she's kind of getting it. Like yeah, she's she understanding. She's understanding. Like I'll get to go. I just have to wait. <coughs> Excuse me. Yep. And so. That's a big win for today, too, is, like, I built confidence in my dog with her steadiness. This is all public to the south. There's birds flying. Oh, nice. Can you see what they are? Ducks. Oh, wow. There's quite a few. I can't see the water from here, though. There is a road up here that we can drive down, I think. But, yeah, there's some there's some birds back in there. But it's nice building confidence to where, like, I can trust my dog to stay in her stand. That's huge. Definitely. Definitely. I definitely think you're on the right track with all that, too. So that's uh, that's uh, that's pretty good. There's your road right here. Can we drive down this? Yeah. Yeah, that's public road to the waterfowl access. Does it say public hunting? Yeah, a waterfowl production area. I don't think we can drive down that road. Mm. Well, yeah. There is another road around here. 
There's a road on the south side, it looks like, so we're on the north side. We can just follow this sure. road. I think we'll get a better look at it. Yeah, follow that. So, oh, here's another truck probably coming to scout. No birds here. <laughs> but, yeah, anyways, kind of, you, you had anything else you want to add about core on that hunt? Or? Um, things to improve on, definitely. Oh, yeah. But definitely uh, wasn't bad. Like, she's... She knows what she's trained to do, so yep. it's kind of cool to see. These guys look like upland hunters, yep. <laughs> or deer hunters. Or deer hunters, but, like, do deer hunters usually travel in four? It's rifle season, man. I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's just good to see, like, all the training is there. She's just kind of connecting dots at this point. Yep. Yep, that's great. Yeah, I think just the best thing is, you know, it's like, just keep on keeping on. I mean, you hunt so much, you're going to take her so much, and she's obviously got the drive, and you got the determination to train her right, that, like, there's just no doubt in my mind that, like, she she's not going to be a, a stud in another year or so, you know, of, of just all this constant hunting and training. So, that's oh, yeah. gonna be, it's going to be fun to follow along that ad- adventure. Yeah, and we did make some progress with the whining today. Yep. I don't know if you noticed that or not. Oh, yeah. I um, mean, she's still whining, but it's uh, definitely getting better. Here's some water. Yeah. Oh. Water, but no birds. There's two ducks that just got out of this. Oh, I was looking at the other side. No birds. Oh, they're landing right there. There's two mallards. <laughs> Were those the same two that you bumped up? Maybe. Yeah, two mallards just landed right there. So... Anyways, we're obviously we're scouting as we're driving and recording this, um, but you know, kind of kind of touch on the end of the hunt. Um, the part that ga- that gave me the worst sting of the whole hunt, though, uh, we had the last bird coming in. It was my bird to shoot. Oh, and I forgot to say, it was like a west wind, and we were looking dead in the sun. That is my least favorite thing to do. Two days in a row of doing this, and then I think my last hunt I did back home. Uh, if I can never have a west wind again in my life, I will be happy it's very unlikely considering that's like the most common wind to get man it's if i if i don't have to set up directly looking i'm i've decided now i'm if if it's a west wind and i don't have to i have options between the two like i'm heavily favored towards doing a cross shoot instead of shooting them in the face i'd side shoot them all the time cross shoot them yeah just especially on those west winds because Looking at that sun was just brutal, man. It's brutal. It happens all the time. I left my sunglasses in my truck from the day before. It made it even worse. Um, you know, we've had two days of having trouble being able to identify. You know, obviously we didn't have to worry about it too much because we weren't shooting uh, as many birds today. But, you know, if you got it, it's always good to identify. But it, it makes it way harder when that sun's on the back of the bird instead of on the side you're looking from but anyways this bird is coming right at us it's a solo you say it's coming i'm looking for him he's in the sun um and he's cupping in just slow 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 approach seemed like it took him forever he's just floating there and right in the sun and so i pull up and my depth perception must have been off because he he just wasn't there yet and there i'm standing there and i'm like what am i doing standing up i just kind of stand there and aim at him for probably about five seconds and he's, he's probably even getting a little closer still but either way way he kind of cut off to the side and, and i shot and i missed so 
that uh, was not the way I wanted in a lackluster hunt with. Here's some birds. Lackluster shooting. Is that doesn't? Oh my goodness! Is Corin? <laughs> you don't want to do it with Corin, so we can't do that. Oh, that stinks! Because there's what five ringnecks right in front of us, and I'm dying to shoot one. This one's not posted. It's literally not posted. There's five pheasant in front of us. It's not digitally posted either. Can we just get out and shoot them? <laughs> let's see. What do you mean, let's see? I meant, like, could we walk up there? Are those all hens? Hen, hen, hen. That's a rooster. That's a rooster. Right there, it's a rooster. Two, roosters. two roosters. Can we get out and shoot those or no? I think you can, right? Oh, they're going to fly. There they go. Where are they going to fly to? The public? That's posted back there. No. Yes, it is. Well, that was cool. <laughs> I wish I would have got my phone out and filmed it. <clears throat> yeah, North Dakota is kind of weird because without it being posted. I just didn't know if we could jump out of the truck and load up guns and put on Hunter Orange and <laughs> go flush up these roosters we just saw. But they flew away. But You should tell those guys in the truck over there. Yeah. That's probably just where they came from. But anyways, so now we're scouting, trying to put our plan together for tonight. Josh has got some spots picked out on Onyx and we're zipping around. I don't have any spots really picked. I just am like looking at Onyx and going towards going water. Going to water. Find yeah. we're in a new area too. We figured might as well give a give a look to everything that we can. Yep. Give us some try to find some other options and see what we can do. So, after you saw all this morning, I mean, I know we don't have anything on the map yet, but do you, what do you, I mean, what do you think? Do you think we're, we're going to be able to find some birds and, and put together a solid hunt for tomorrow? I think we'll figure something out. We still have about two hours to go, so we got to, we got to hustle. Yeah. Yeah. Two hours of shooting light. So, but yeah. Um, I think we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. We got uh, we got some stew cooking. You got what is it? Ducks, onion, potatoes, carrots, carrots, and garlic soup seasoning. Onion soup. Onion soup. <laughs> garlic soup. That sounds delicious. <laughs> oh man, you got that in the slow cooker. <laughs> but yeah, it's a it's a yeah, it's day going on day four of the trip. So hunt three, right? Is that right? The days are all starting to blend together. Yes, already. today is hunt three. Day th- hunt three. Tomorrow's hunt four. So, um, but stay tuned, guys. We're going to keep on posting this content, keep you up to date, and uh, if anything crazy happens between now and then, we will let you know. I'm Jordan Duck and Chronicles, Josh from Outdoor Limits, and we'll see you guys on the next one. <laughs>